lights to show you. Welcome to the 80th episode of The Siren to Scream, the podcast that proves sometimes dead is better, especially today when we're talking about indigenous horror. My name is Jackie DeVore, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Blue Coble. Hi! And Sierra Halk. Hello, good evening. We are also joined by a really fun guest today, Blue, tell us who our guest is. Yes, I'd like to introduce our guest, Steve Ost. He is a brother iron worker to me, and he's here to talk with us about uh, one of our favorite cryptids. Steve Ost, tell our lovely creepers who you are and where you're from. Hello, my name is Steve Ost, and um, I'm, I'm originally from uh, Mini Farms, Arizona, which is uh, located near the Four Corners area. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> Simple. <laughs> that works. Steve us, we're going to uh, get to know you a little better here by asking you a few questions. And um, we like to surprise guests with these so that you <laughs> give us these answers just like off the top of your head here. So zombies are at your door. What weapon do you grab? How do you sneak out of the house unnoticed? And then what's your plan from there? I picture myself with my ex-wife living with me, so I would throw her towards the zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. And I honestly would probably go for my Xbox, my bike, my tools, because I'm sure this won't last that long. And out the window, I go to my one of the vehicles that I have and just head off into the sunset. It was very optimistic. If you could be any monster, creature, horror villain, who would you want to be and who would you most likely be? Leatherface. Oh, nice. Is that who you would yes. be or who you would most likely be? Most likely be. And who would you want to be? For some reason, Jason comes to mind. Think back. What is the first horror movie that you remember watching? Trolls. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. The only reason why I watched it was at my, I was with my brother, and at that time we had this big ass satellite, and you you had to go to like I remember it was like on G three. And it, you, you, we watched that satellite for like five minutes, just changing, and it finally gets signal. <laughs> and, we, and we knew it was on HBO, so we, so we saw trolls. <laughs> and we were frightened about it. Yeah. Now I go back and watch it; it's like a shitty movie. And I'm yeah, like, this right. is sad. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're a kid, like I remember the first time I saw that, it was like that was one one of like the first ten horror movies that I saw, and I remember being. Like you, like you said, like horrified, like, oh my God, what the hell is, like, I can't believe this is going on. Is this going to happen to me? How do I keep these guys out of my house? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Especially like in the Mm -hmm. days where practical effects reign supreme, like those things were just so gory. Love it. Yeah. And then you, and then you watch it now and you're like, this is fucking terrible. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I fell asleep watching it. One day I was (laughs) thinking, you know what? Let me see how bad this was. So, you know, I, I, it's bad. And I went and tried to watch it (laughs) and I fell asleep on it. Because it was so bad. <laughs> That's and funny. I was like, man, I couldn't believe I was that scared of it. And you could see strings and right. <laughs> the makeup was real bad. And I was like, I can't believe I was scared of this. But see, that was just me and my little brother on, this, you know, on the reservation. We, we didn't have, you know, like stuff to watch to make us, you know, get scared and everything. But, you know, that's just all we had. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, and we have a few recommendations for you today. Sierra, uh, what is yours? My recommendation is actually... Uh, what spawned this uh, episode topic because I found this comic called Dear Women in Anthology, which is a anthology of stories written by different Native women that are kind of in the horror genre-y. And I shared it on our, our little Discord group and I was like, ooh, I'm going to read this. And uh, Blue was like, oh, we should get my friend on. 
And so now I get to uh, just listen and learn about stuff without really doing anything. It came together really great for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. It's the way it's supposed to be then. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have a few to offer up here of... They're pretty much all movies that I've watched recently. So the uh, first one is Ready or Not, which is a ridiculously fun movie about a woman who marries into a very strange, wealthy family that made their money on um, board games. And she's told that on their wedding night, they have to play a game at midnight. And she's not told anything beyond that. The game, as you can probably guess, turns deadly. And it's honestly like, it's a really, really fun final girl story. It's hilarious. And there's a lot of like actual smart choices going on in there, which of course I'm a sucker for in horror movies. So nice. Yeah, it's it's uh it's a lot of fun there. I really liked that one. Margot Robbie's in it, right? No, no, no. It's it's just another blonde woman that looks like Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's 50 million at this point. Anyway, uh, I, I, I don't remember her name. <laughs> and there's also the Poughkeepsie tapes, which, Sierra, you're going to really love this one. I've already seen this one. Oh, have you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a mockumentary where they find a bunch of VHS tapes that show what a serial killer has been doing around this particular area. So they, you know, are uncovering this mystery that spans quite a while and is like a very prolific kind of mm-hmm. uh, criminal <laughs> profile here. Uh, it's it's really wonderfully told in the way that like, you're sitting there wondering, is this real? And lastly, we're going to talk about Psycho Goreman. Psycho Goreman! Yeah. Psycho Goreman... <laughs> For one, it's definitely a callback to uh, practical effects in a fantastic way. Like, yeah, it has a very like late 80s, early 90s kind of vibe to it. Yeah, with the light effects and the like the full body silicone horror suit and the goofy monsters like it reminded me of like um, Toxic Avenger meets the Garbage Pail Kids. Yeah, it's so much fun. It's a, a little girl finds an amulet, basically, that allows her to control a universal evil. So she's got this, like, <laughs> fucking monster that she's like, okay, spin around, do a jump, you know, that kind of shit. And it's it's absolutely wonderful. I can't really describe how delightful this is. You just need to go and watch that. Yeah. And I think that might be all for our recommendations this week. So let's jump right on in here. Blue, why don't you uh, start us off here? Well, I'm, I am actually going to start off with some not horror-related kind of a cool thing. So NASA is working with the Navajo Nation to name the rocks and the soil on Mars. Really? As most people know, um, the Perseverance... I want to call it a ship, but it's not a ship. It's a rover. Yes, thank you. The rover <laughs> um, just landed on Mars. It's exploring it. And uh, NASA can choose from a list that's provided by the Navajo Nation to basically name some of the formations that they're finding, which is super fucking cool. And if everybody remembers, it was the Navajo language that the Code Talkers used to help win World War II. Yep. So this is just like a really, another way to like really celebrate um, their beautiful language. Knowledge, I didn't even know that they were going to, NASA was doing all that. (laughs) 
that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. I was like, wow, that's cool. That sort of transitions into a short horror film called The Burden of Being. Um, it's a 10-minute short film. You can find it on YouTube. Um, it's about in the year 2061, where there's only one utilitarian race known as the nation, and a Native American man is imprisoned for speaking his ancient tribal language. It was really good. I actually really liked it. I'm a sucker for short horror films, but it was just a really good, really good writing for as short it is as it is. Really well presented in terms of the story behind it. It was really good. I really loved it. Very cool. While we're on the topic of uh, short horror films, uh, quick diversion. Have you seen the Animal Crossing short horror film that's going to be supposedly turned into a feature length? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> that did pop up in the in my YouTube um, suggested, so it is on my list of things to watch. <laughs> you should definitely watch the six the six minute short. is very good. So one of the biggest things that we were talking about in our little sirens Discord here, when we were discussing this subject, is the idea of skinwalkers. The Legend of Skinwalkers is fucking fascinating. Uh, like all three of us are absolutely enthralled with the entire idea of it. Uh, and we wanted to talk to Steve Ost here to get a little more information. So Steve Ost, uh, what can you tell us about skinwalkers in general? You know, I don't speak for the other tribes out there in the country. This is just for Navajos. Um, back in the day, we, we call it the first world and the second world. Navajo, they, they, uh, we, we used it for, uh, for healing purposes. And what it, what it, this is this what was told to me was that it was used for good. Now, back in the day, they didn't have, you know, pharmacies or any medical thing. They, what we used was the, you know, herbs and plants that we, you know, from Mother Earth that, you know, that provided for us that, to heal. Right. You know, if somebody was sick, you know, they would use that and they would use the wind. Wind would, would, would carry them across, you know, the land and the areas of where these herbs only grew. Like if it was in the mountains or if it was, you know, in the streams or somewhere along the way, they, you know, they, they would use it, bring it back. Okay. To help, to help the person out. But somewhere along the way, you know, I, I don't know how, how it happened, but it, it, it turned to evil. And it's, it's a bad taboo, you know, to, to uh, actually, like, actually talk about it. And then actually, you know, actually like, but it's out there, you know, there's movies about it. There's books about it. But, you know, in, in, in our traditional way, you know, it, it's bad taboo and it's not, you know, something to uh, mess around with. Right. It, it's, it's a practice of witchery. That's what they call it. Uh, so the general concept of uh, a skinwalker is um, a human that takes the form of an animal. Is that right? They're like shapeshifters, right? Pretty much shapeshifters, but you know, sometimes they could they could do you know. I hear stories from other people saying that you know they turn into uh, birds, you know, um, deer, a horse. You know, I I've, I personally have not ever seen them do that, mm -hmm. but you know, there's there. I hear stories about how some of them they do encounter, they do like you know, they they find things from their remains and. You know, if you really get into it, it it's 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 a uh, really it's really terrible and disgusting at what they do. Can you elaborate on that a bit, if you're comfortable with that? Um, in a way, okay. So some of them do, you know, they they they, they we we call it bad medicine. Okay. 
and it is used when they when they see other people you know like if they don't like this person for you know if it's about a land issue if it's about someone succeeding or you know it's it's, it's just something to keep them down sometimes they would use you know bones of animals or things of the you know of trees or plants and they you know they actually put it in the person and you know they can make them go crazy or hallucinate oh wow and that's what they call bad medicine yeah that's not very nice no it's not and it's and some people you know think of it as like oh man this is crazy this is cool but it's actually really isn't when you do you know i i I personally don't know how they dress or how they look but most of the time from what from the stories i've been told they've always been like it's always at nighttime you you know they they do their things Hmm. yeah and there's a movie um a movie that you guys could probably watch it's uh there's an author his name is Tony. His name was Tony Hillerman. He's wrote, he's written a lot of books uh, on the reservation about, you know, just the taboo stuff on the reservation. And the one movie that uh, they, that 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 was uh, put out on my reservation was called The Dark Wind, and it does talk about you know skinwalkers on that. He has a book out of that too, hmm. and it's it's pretty it's pretty neat to watch. You know, it's it's an old movie. I think it was like filmed back in nineteen ninety four. In general, what is the uh, feeling surrounding media covering things like skinwalkers? I mean, a lot of horror films and a lot of horror shows, like I know Supernatural had like four episodes on it just itself, but, you know, that's Supernatural. <laughs> mm, you know, I honestly, um, people don't really care about it. Yeah. From you know, people that I know, it's like, oh, wow, you know. It, to to us, it's just probably it's like oh, people don't don't know what they're talking about, you know. And when the media gets a hold of it, you know, it's just, it just seems like it's only like five seconds of fame. That's it. Right. <laughs> and it's it's not. It doesn't blow up to be huge. I would say it's it's not really a big. They don't really look into it because it's like I said, you know, it's a bad taboo. Have you seen any just like ludicrous portrayals of it? There's only one memory that i remember seeing about and this was a long time ago i was uh was back at home i'll paint you guys a picture <laughs> so where we live at is about from the main highway is about maybe several miles away and then out on the reservation you know like your nearest neighbor is like a mile or two down the road so literally you know you can you can, and the only thing that is visible sometimes if it's not a full moon is the person's street light Right. You know, you could you could see way out there, and only you know, and it's like completely dark. So um, we're driving back home, me and my brother, and we're on this dirt road. Dirt road. You know, it was it, it was in the middle of summer, I believe, or springtime. I can't remember. But when we got to our house, there's all these sagebushes around, and juniper trees, and, and, and a bunch of rocks and little auroras. We climb up this little hill. And my brother goes, whoa, whoa, stop, stop. I back up, back up. As soon as I back up, I hit my high high beams up. And I saw something I couldn't explain. The only thing, the only way I could explain it, because it was so dark, the only thing, you know, the lights were on it. Mm -hmm. And if you can picture a horse running, and if you just zoom in on the horse's leg where all the muscles move, 10 times bigger, that's just what I saw. Oh, wow. wow. And from telling my story to some people, they were saying that it was changing at that time. 
Oh, wow. So I got out and I tried to, you know, I just got out and I was going to run towards it. I better not. Say, wait a minute, you got out of your car and like ran towards it? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. I I didn't know what I was thinking. No, whatever. Your your zombie story from earlier, nope, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, at the time, I didn't didn't know what to do, you know, (laughs) and and like I said, you know, like uh, I was like, oh, man, what's going to happen, you know? And then I was I was more worried about you know my my family and I was worried about like, what the heck's going on and, you know it just I just opened the door and I heard this horse running away. Oh God! Ooh, crazy! And I was like, what the fuck was that? But from then on, you know, I just kind of just yeah, you know, I left it alone. And this was years ago, and it's just it's it it was it was crazy, you know. It was it was rowdy to know that you know that it that that it does exist. You know, seeing something, seeing something like that physically, you know, you hear about it, you hear about it all through the years and we actually see it. It's a whole different story. Yeah. How did that make you feel seeing that? That would be fucking wild. Uh, like, you know, like I said, it was, um, I, you know, I'm telling you, I couldn't, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to feel. All I knew, I, you know, at the same time I was thinking, I was like, what, what just happened? Yeah, that's nuts. The best thing I could have done was just, you know, I, I just prayed about it, you know, and I still prayed for that person because, you know, in reality, we're all, you know, some person, some people love other people that we don't agree with. You know, someone loves that person. And all we can do is just pray for them. This is probably going to sound weird, but did were there any, like, noises? No, because, like I said, I was in the car. And the only noise I heard was a horse running away. Crazy. Because I've seen... I've seen things like stories and like TikToks from other people that say that like sometimes you can hear someone yelling help or um, someone calling your name. Wow. I never really heard of that. You know, there's, some people say they they uh, they see a light. They'll see like a it's like a flashlight and it moves real fast. Hmm. They say that's them. And then also um, when they had a show on a reservation, which was a Navajo cop show, which was pretty hilarious and fun to watch <laughs> you know and and there were some parts of the res you know they have all the stuff like night vision and all this like heat sensor stuff and they and they even would say like they see them out there like it was normal oh that's crazy that's wild you know and it's just it's just interesting there was once one story i had a cousin of mine who told me this i don't know if he was lying or if he was just telling the story but it was pretty crazy on my that side of the family, we 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 used to have like I think it was like I can't remember how many heads of cattle, but it, it was enough for all my cousins of us to like get all of us to herd this cattle home, and we were in like the deepest part of the reservation where I mean you go back there, there's no cell service, you know if you're stuck there you're fucking stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're used yeah. to if you're used to if you're used to having a phone and having things right there for you. You're in a whole world of hurt. Classic start of a horror movie. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> right? But you know, but the, the landscape's real pretty though. Oh yeah. You know, like I always like I always tell people, you know, I always tell people, you know, everywhere it goes, like Arizona sunset, you can't beat that anywhere else. Yo, we got the biggest guys. Yes. And um, you know, you, we we were seeing that and we we're almost home. So you um there's this big ditch and we were chasing the cattle through there. And there's and my cousin said there was this one tree in the distance, just by itself, a big tree. And the only thing around it, you know, got one side there's a mountain, another side there's a mountain. You could see somebody coming like 10 miles down the road, but there was just one big tree. 
My cousin said that he was riding his horse along there, no saddle, and he looks over to his left and he sees a figure sitting in a tree. And it said the figure had long black hair. And in a way, the shadow with the tree and almost, you know, when it was starting to get dark and it was in the evening time, you could still see that there's a figure sitting there, but still see the detail within the shadow. Oh, fuck. And he said that this person had long black hair. The only thing you could see was its nose and you could make out its face. And he stopped. He stopped at this horse and he was trying to figure out what's going on. And he yelled across to his, you know, my other cousin. And when he looked back, that figure was gone. And that figure was, that figure was uh, standing in the ditch. Yeah. Which just, which just moved away out of the way. Oh, God. Like, like it was just like hanging out and was just like, oh, I see what you guys are doing. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Jeez. One thing that all Navajos have in common is they all have a skinwalker story. <laughs> I don't know if it's either good or bad. You know, it's like, oh, I know, I can, I can top that story. One upper, you know. So you know, if the native hears this, they're gonna be like, well, you know, I have a story because you actually top that one, you know. And then another one, and then sooner or later, it's a novel, you know. <laughs> Bring them on. <laughs> we'll have a whole bracket system. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But at least it's not like an omen where like if you see it, it's, you know, like something bad happens. It's just like, hey, man, they, they exist and they're out there and they're sharing the world with us to do your thing. The last story I told you, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's true or not. It's just a story. But, you know, like it could be one of those stories where, you know, you're trying to scare your nephew or scare someone, you know, just to get them to like be quiet. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it could be one of those, you know. In fairness, all of the best stories were invented to scare the shit out of kids, so. Yes. For example, the Bible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) True. (laughs) Oh, shit. But I digress. Is it possible that it was, like, another form of cryptid? Like, maybe not a skinwalker, but, like, I've heard stories of the black dog near Tuba City. Oh, wow. I've never heard about that. Oh, really? Apparently, it's um, a, like a, quite a few people have said that they've seen it. It's just this giant black dog, like bigger than a wolf. And if you've ever been to Arizona and you've ever been into that sort of area, it is very much like the desert landscape that you see in the paintings with the saguaro cactus and the dirt and the tumbleweeds and whatever. So a big giant animals like a wolf really can't exist out there because there's not a lot of stuff to eat. And um, apparently there's been quite a few stories of this giant dog, you know, like ranging from as big as a Volkswagen, just as big as a wolf. Um, but it'll it'll like run along the side with with your car as you're driving down the road or you can see it like running off in the distance coming at you or wow. like I've heard all sorts of like random. Yeah. So I was going to see if you had ever seen it or heard about it because it seems to be just in like the Tuba City area. You know, tell you the truth, I try to avoid all the taboo because of... Because of the bad juju. I just feel like it gives really bad credit scores. Tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't need that. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> no, no, it's just, it's just, to me, it's just like, you know, I, I just try to avoid that. But it's funny because like there's so much taboo on the reservation that you're not supposed to do this. You know, you if you do this, this will happen. You know, like even just talking about this story, you know, like... But 
we're told no so many times about it, but yet we still tell it. <laughs> you know, we still do we still do the things we're not supposed to do. Well, it's fun to do naughty things. Right. <laughs> Back to that dog story. I didn't I actually didn't know anything about that because in that rural area too, it's a beautiful area. You know, you got the Grand the Grand Canyon's just right there. Yeah. You know, and then Paige, you know, that whole area is beautiful, but there's always crazy stories coming out there because you got the Hopi reservations there too. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, even, you know, I don't know anything about, you know, Hopi traditional life or their stories, you know, but, you know, sometimes their stories will mix with ours and it's just, it's, it's, it's a whole different story there. But I do have, I do have this one story that with, 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 um, that happened. Do it. Tell, tell, tell. Lay it on us. Back where, um, in Gallup, New Mexico. Okay. South of Gallup. Uh, I forget the, the town name, but my uh, mom says she drove back there trying to, at the time she was trying to look for somebody, like, you know, they were doing work and whatnot. My mom says she was driving down this dirt road and it was windy. Had this, they're going through a ditch, coming back up these auroras. She thought she was lost. You know, back in the day, they didn't have any, uh, you know, they didn't have cell phones or GPS. You know, you had to look at a map. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she had a map and she was like, okay, I may just turn and look here, you know, and, and we had our own reservation dirt map. <laughs> you wouldn't know like, where to go. You, know, you have landmarks everywhere. Like, oh, okay, this is north, this and that. Well, anyway, she said that she was driving and she, she, completely, like, she completely froze. And to this day, she tells the story and she, always, and she believes it. And she always says like, I want to get hypnotized. I want to, you know, if there's a way that someone can like... To like verify? Yeah, she's... It's been... Oh, yeah, about maybe 20 years ago. She said she saw this huge snake laying across the road. It was the size of a tire. Whoa. And you couldn't see the head or, or one end to the other side. Huh. Like, um, what is it? The Ouroboros where it's the snake eating itself? I don't know. Huh. But she said that she couldn't see the snake's head or the or where it started, where it ended. Crazy. She literally said she gassed it, ran it over, and took off. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> see, your mom would survive the zombie story. Yeah. I'm, yeah, fucking, she would. I'm yeah. gonna hang out with your mom. Come with the zombies. <laughs> Years go by, and it was bothering her, and she was trying to figure out what's going on. So she went and started, you know going around that community, bugging people about it. And everyone was like, no, you're a crazy lady. You know, you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And she met, I can't remember what family or who she ran into, but some lady, she explained the same story that I just told you to this lady. And this lady wasn't really interested. She thought, oh, whatever. So my mom left to the vehicle and this lady came back and chased her and said, did you see its horns? And then my mom turned and goes, no, I didn't see it. Because it has horns. And if you look at it in the eye, it'll turn, it'll turn into stone. What? Basilisk. That's crazy. She's like, no, nah, I just ran that bitch over. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, that's what she was told. So apparently there's a big snake somewhere outside the gallery that's been there. But I don't, she said she saw it. I don't know. I, I, you know, to this day, I'm kind of like, I don't know how true that is. That's cool, though. Yeah, you know, and then like, there's so much like stories about it on the reservation. And I think the creepiest one was I was on I-40 going towards Albuquerque. There's this town called Theroux. And in the Theroux, you go up towards north and you run into a town called Crown Point, New Mexico. 
Mm-hmm. So in that area, it's a beautiful area. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous. There's a spot there where it, it goes down this mountain. It's real windy, just like every roads and mountains. I drove through there one night and uh, I had to get, you know, I had to get home, taking a little bit of a shortcut. And I was driving back towards I-40. And I noticed it was real dark. It was, it was crazy dark. And there's stories of people saying there's, there's people standing there in this one area of the canyon trying to ask for a ride. And they always say it's, you know, just go past that person. Go, just keep going. Cause like the black-eyed kids. Oh, sounds like ghosts. Oh, I've heard so many stories. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, I don't know if I saw that or if I seen it, but I remember it was foggy. And I thought, you know, like, because it was so dark, too. It was, it was at night. And my eyes were on the road, you know, because I was like, you know, I just don't want to hit with no livestock or nothing, you know. Yeah, and it's right. It's just like, you got to be really cautious. Like, no, no, nothing, you know. So I was going slow. And then it just felt like I saw something in the distance that had like a wolf hit on Ooh. And I kept driving and driving. And I was like, what's that? And it's in back, you know, back then, and you, I had those vehicles where you had to roll down your window manually. Mm-hmm. So I pulled off, and I was thinking. I looked back, and I was, you know, I was thinking. I was like, "What was that?" And then I, and I heard this coyote howling, hmm. and I was like, "What the fuck was that about?" Oh. And then to this, to this day, you know, I ask people about it. And they always say that you know, you might have seen Skinwalker, you might have seen you know ghosts, or you heard something. You know, there's just, it's just rowdy. There's all kinds of stuff going on out there. Yeah. <laughs> Especially sounds like under new moons when it's extra dark. Right. Yeah. I remember when uh, when I was working out in the Marinci mine, um, which is on the border of Arizona and uh, New Mexico. And, you know, you wake up at three o'clock in the morning to go to work and you got to drive an hour to the mine site because there's not like a city around the mine. It's just the mine. And just like. If there's no moon out or no light out or anything like it, like I, I won't claim to have ever seen anything, but there's it always it always seemed like there was like stuff kind of like moving on its own in the distance. And then um, there was one time where like there was a couple of little mountains that you drive through and I could see lights in them. And I was like, what the fuck? We're in the middle of nowhere. What the fuck? And I just kept seeing lights and I was like, no way. And uh, one day when we were driving back from the mine, I did happen to grab a glance of that area. Like I tried to remember, okay, it's this spot. Don't forget to look. Don't forget to look. And people had built like shrines and stuff in these little mountains. And so they had like the solar lights and stuff. So they would light up and uh, you could see that there were like candles and some other stuff kind of tucked into the little holes. And I always wanted to go back and like kind of look at them. But Mm -hmm. I also know that it's like bad. It's like not a good thing to go and like poke at those or look at it like those are for sacred things. So Mm -hmm. but I always thought that was really cool and really interesting. And like you said, the land is just super beautiful. So. Yeah, it is. It's very pretty that way, too, as well. The whole state of Arizona is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Arizona is the best state. Yes. Minus the people. Oh, well, <laughs> best, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rad. It's pretty rad. One thing I did want to ask you about, steve is of, uh, if you um, have any experience or stories or heard anything regarding uh, Dark Watchers. Dark Watchers. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth. I don't really know anything about that. Okay. Because it, it does, um, 
that, that, that kind of goes back to what I was saying. It's like, I, I don't know exactly what they do. Yeah. You know, all, all, all I know is stories about them and stories of like what someone said, you know, that this happened or, you know, things like this could happen. Right. You know, and from what I'm told is that most of them just, you know, are just lost people. Hmm. You know, they're angry about something. Do you feel like some of them are um, sort of like the Slender Man thing where it wasn't a thing until someone kind of like br- like brought them uh, into this world, essentially, like uh, the Slender Man story, um, the two little girls basically sort of like made up this tall, skinny man that told them to kill their friend. And then from there, because they believed it so deeply, um, other people started to believe it. And it essentially gave that being power and created it. And now there's been sightings of the Slender Man. So like a tulpa. Yeah, kind of. Oh, wow. Maybe no, I didn't even know about that. Um, possibly, you know, I would, uh, you know, maybe. But, you know, from what I was told, you know, a long time ago, it was it was only used for good. And then somewhere along the way, I you know, it, 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 people's greed. It, it, exactly. You know, somewhere along the way, it just, it just went, 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 went wrong. Yeah. It's just, it's terrible. You know, it, I just want all people to get along, you know, whether they're good or bad. Yeah. You seem like a really peaceful dude, Steve Oh yeah. Thanks. I, I try to be. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I want is this damn pandemic to be over. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yep. Want to go back to a movie theater? Not worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go ahead and I'll continue on with some of the other recs that we wanted to suggest um, for this episode. Um, I came across so many great films. Some of them were really difficult to find, um, and we have so much stuff that we're going to have a second episode featuring uh, Native American and Indigenous artists. Um, one of the movies I found was The Smudging. It's set within the Chicago Native American Cultural Center and follows the investigation of the Night Stalkers, a paranormal research group that has been asked to uncover the truth behind the building's past and the violent supernatural occurrences affecting the center's staff. Is which is kind of like the Skinwalker uh, cryptids that we're kind of talking about. Is called it's called Bearwalker. And uh, Bear Walker is actually from the Cree Nation, and it's got kind of a similar um, background as Skinwalkers. Um, but the movie Bear Walker is the story of a supernatural force at work in a small community where prejudice, injustice, corruption are just simmering below the surface. It is a dramatic and compelling tale of four Aboriginal sisters' struggles with the powerful and menacing spirit of the Bear Walker, an evil force that takes possession of and tears apart the l- several lives in the town. You can watch uh, this very rare and hard-to-find movie um, by award-winning filmmaker Dr. Shirley Chichu, who is Cree. Um, you can find it on Vimo or is it v- v- Vimeo? Vimeo.com? Vimeo. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching this. It is really good. Really what like the storytelling is really well. Um, there were a couple of parts where the sisters are kind of talking shit to each other. And I totally thought of you, Jackie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally recommend this movie. It's a, it's a good time. It's a good, it's a good movie. And, and the, the bear Walker spirit is sort of like sometimes it presents itself as a light like the skinwalker and sometimes it's something else really cool um and it's kind of cool to talk to you about skinwalkers and then to remember uh about bearwalker and just kind of how those two kind of overlap 
Yeah. Another movie is The Parties Downstairs. It's written and directed by Mike J. Marin, who also did The Smudging. Uh, the Parties Downstairs is the next entry into the genre of urban native horror when Byron Gatewood, who plays uh, Donnie Shot with Two Arrows, decides to work alone late one night. He gets the feeling that he may not be alone in the building. What happens next is an experience you will not forget. Uh-oh. <laughs> this one I found on YouTube. Um, the whole movie is on YouTube. I'm super excited to watch it. I have not watched it yet, but it is in my queue. I'm super excited. The next one is Violet. This was done in 2015. This one was also really hard to find online, but it's actually won 12 awards from a bunch of different film fests. Uh, it's a psychological thriller written and directed by Mark D. Williams, who is Choctaw of Native Boy Productions. Uh, Violet tells the story of an escaped mental patient and the dark secrets surrounding her death. I found this one on YouTube. Like I said, it's kind of difficult to find. You just type in like Violet 2015 or uh, Violet Mark D. Williams, and it should come up. This one's about a 45-minute film. And we'll include any links that we can find in the uh, show notes for these, too. And then um, I just wanted to mention Nightmare Vision is an indigenous Halloween film festival by Vision Maker Media. Hmm. Last year was the first year they did it. And if you sign up at visionmakermedia.org, hopefully they'll do it again this year. They had a huge lineup of Halloween-based native movies, and I'm really bummed that I missed it. Mm -hmm. And I really hope they do it again next year because... They had so many good titles listed. Some of them are ones that I've recommended already. And then I also wanted to recommend you guys checking out A Tribe Called Geek. It's an award-winning media platform for indigenous geek culture and STEM. Uh, they were a really great resource for finding some of these films. They also talk about... Native American influences in video games, in books, in modern culture. A really great website, really great group. That's awesome. Definitely recommend checking them out, signing up for their newsletter, just seeing what they got going on. They do a great job. Very cool. On a serious note, there are a lot of real-life horrors that Indigenous and Native people face, and we'd like to take a moment to mention a charity that you can donate to. The Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women brings recognition to the disappearance and murders of Native women, girls, two-spirit, and trans people. You might have seen images of a, re a red handprint on someone's face. Uh, that's how to show solidarity for those um, women, girls, two-spirits, and trans people. You can donate to them at mmiwusa.org. Uh, highly recommend them. They do a great job. Yeah, the uh, statistics for um, indigenous women that go missing and don't ever get found are absolutely shocking. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's very high under reservation right now. It's awful. I think it was uh, last week two girls went missing and this week I think one girl went missing, but they've both been found. Oh, good. I'm glad they were found. But geez, still, the fact that it just it happens so often and being here in Arizona, I I hear about them, but I know that I don't hear about all of them. And it's awful. Yeah. There's a Facebook page that I, I follow and um, it's dedicated to just, you know, if because, you know, as big as big, big as the reservation is, mm -hmm. people know 
what vehicle, who owns this vehicle. And if you see like a, a van that doesn't look like it belongs in that picture, you know, people will know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they will take a photograph and throw it out there like, watch out for this vehicle. Good. Or watch out for this truck. And, you know, they're, they're doing their part, with, especially with social media, which is really nice, you know, and no one should, no one should be going missing, you know, yeah. at, at, at all. And it's just, it's just terrible to see that. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And it's even worse that when those things happen, they're not getting the attention and uh, the progress they deserve. Yeah, and the worst part about it is that the reservation is my reservation is the size of West Virginia. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. And you know, law enforcement is you know it, it, they they only cover certain areas. So, in order to get like if someone had like a domestic violence, which is common on the reservation, you know, that person could live like an hour away, mm-hmm. or even you know thirty right. miles off the road, and you know, and it's just it's tough. You know, they live in rural areas and, and you know, and it goes back to where the the system has failed us in many ways up there. Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to lean toward wrapping this up, though. Uh, unless, Steve, you have anything else to tell us, we are all ears. We absolutely love hearing you here. Well, I do have this one story, though, I remember. Give me a story. Give me, give me, give me. Give it. <laughs> give it. <laughs> I didn't personally experience this. But my, you know, it just goes back to my cousin. I do believe that this happened to him because I did see him the next day and he looked terrified. Okay. Uh-huh. We, had, we have this thing called a sheep camp mm-hmm. where we take him into the mountains and uh, we take the herd of sheep up there because, you know, there, there's a lot of vegetation for them to eat. And, you know, they, it's on a mountain. So, you know, they have this big old rural area where they can all just, you know, watch their livestock. And... At the sheep camp, there's this one hogan. What a hogan is, is a traditional style hogan and has eight sides. Most of the time, you know, they're, they're all made out of um, wood. But this one is all made out of clay, the old traditional style. Okay. They were sleeping in there one night. This was the uh, springtime. And they all have dogs. You know, they have dogs to watch the livestock. And it's really cool alarm system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Reservation dogs are <laughs> alarm system. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh... My cousin told me that they were sleeping towards the, kind of close to the door and they had, you know, it was kind of chilly that night because they were in the mountains. So they built a fire and uh, it was the, the wood stove was burning. The, you know, the only light they had was just from the flame of the fire. So, you know, you can only see a little bit of silhouettes and stuff in, that, in the hogan. He said around about maybe 3 a.m., they, um, they heard the dogs barking. Normally, you know, you would think like it could be a coyote or it could be a, a mountain lion, you know, any, anything. Yeah. So, you know, my uncle walks outside, you know, he was looking out there and, you know, but this time, normally horses, you know, they have horses and normally the horses would just stand there. But, the, you know, dogs were going crazy. Usually if it's another animal, you know, the horses will stand there. But what, what, what he saw were the horses were running around like crazy too. Huh. So, you know, he was thinking, it's like, oh, man, this could be a bear. Or, you know, this could be a mountain lion or something because it's spooking the horses. Right. Yeah. So he goes back inside. He goes, like, you know, my cousin's like, hey, what's going on in there? He goes, oh, yeah, it's probably an animal. So he went to go get, I think he went to go get, like, uh, I think he only had was, like, a slingshot at the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, he went out there with a slingshot. <laughs> he was just about to open the door. And he heard footsteps on top of the hogan. Uh-oh. 
that's not good. And he heard the the dogs completely shut off. Oh hell oh, no! He's the 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 dogs completely stopped barking, and he looked outside the window, and the dogs were were just sitting there, like nothing happened. And then they kept hearing things walking around on top of the hogan. Oh God! <laughs> Did he go out and look? It was my cousin, and my uncle. They were up in up in that hogan, watching the livestock. Mm-hmm. And you know, with any dog, any type of dog would go crazy if they know something that shouldn't be there. Yeah. You know, and he said that they would hear footsteps. He was hearing footsteps up on top mm-hmm. of the hogan, and they were freaking out. So they started yelling at it. Ooh. They're like, oh, get out of here. Get out of What are you? you know? And it stopped. Then this dog started barking. And it, they started barking towards the door. And just when he was going to open the door, they heard a knock. Oh, no. Hell no. That's not what you want. Hell no. no. And as soon as soon he was going to open the door, but the dogs were barking, they went back to the corner of the Hogan. The dogs did? No, no, my uncle and my uh, my cousin did. And you got to understand this. They're in a mountain. The nearest person is miles away. Mm-hmm. Where, where they were at, they had, to, they had to walk there. There's no way of driving. There's no way of like, you know, if you had an ATV or, you know, you had some sort of transportation, there's no way to get there. The only way to get there is on foot. Oh, wow. So in order to get back off the mountain, it's, it's on foot. Then you got to go down this entire hill of sand. And then when you get there, there's a water tower. That's where you park. And that from that water tower to where they were at, it was about a good five miles. Oh, jeez. <laughs> the dogs were barking like crazy. They ended up chasing it around of whatever it was. And all of a sudden, the dogs stopped again. And then through this little crack of the window, they saw something jump off. Two legs, and it took off fast. Oh, wow. Oof. And the dogs and everything chased it, and no, that was it. That was the end of the story. Oh, that's so scary. That story <laughs> is reminding me of, of two things. It's making me think of the um, the Kentucky Goblin story. Remember that um, that alien sighting? Ooh, yeah. Where the, the aliens came down to the, the house in Kentucky, and they were, like, peeking in through the windows. Yeah. <laughs> It's also bringing me back to uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark books. Like that Harold story is like basically that. Ooh, yeah. Like going up into the hills and then there's like something walking around on the roof. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's pretty frightening though, you know. The fucked up part about it was they told me that story because they, you know, they obviously knew I was coming the next day. And I don't, you know, I don't know to this day, I'm like, do I believe you fuckers or I don't? <laughs> because as young as I was, because I, you know, I had, I, had, I had a backpack on and, you know, I, and I had like food and I was like a little upset because I had to go up there with them. And, you know, they used to pick on me all the time. Aww. So, you know, when I got there, my uncle, actually my cousin left. He had to go back down to help my, uh, my, my grandmother out. And then my uncle told me that story when my cousin was leaving. Hmm. So to this day, I'm thinking like, did you guys make that story up or was this for real? Because 
when I go back and look at it, there are actually footprints on there. Yeah. Are they like human like footprints or no, it, it looks like, you know, like if you walk into if if you if you walk on like let's say there was 10 inches of snow. Uh-huh. You know, it's just depth feet. It's just it looks it looks like that. It looked like that. Uh, that's scary. Uh, that's awesome. The one part that was weird was that when you go look at you know that that Hogan is gone by now. But um Aww. they say my uncles and everyone says that that wherever that thing knocked. That whole door is, you know, is made out of wood, but there's one section of that door yellow. Ooh, that's cool. Wow. Just that one part. That's just all yellow. They, they never, no one never seen it until after that, that door knocking. Wow. Crazy. Now, you, you probably can tell if they're lying or not if after that trip they went up there with guns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if they were lying, they were about, ah, it's fine. My slingshot was fine. I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> Liar! <laughs> I forgot about that story. You know, I just thought about it just now, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us and telling us all these super cool stories. It's been a huge pleasure having you tonight. Seriously. <laughs> this made Hell yeah. our nights. <laughs> no problem, man. Awesome. I always say that laughter is medicine. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I appreciate you guys' time and I appreciate all the, you know, um, talking about and you know indigenous things on you know on your podcast that's that's really good I really appreciate that if you ever want to come on and talk about indigenous things again you know where to find us hell yeah <laughs> yeah no problem man I'm always available awesome sweet and uh, listeners if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear on the show or if you have any topics you'd like to hear about please let us know or if you have any indigenous stories. Damn it, tell us. We want we want to hear them. What's your skinwalker story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I want to see these people one up my story, which yes. will more likely happen. <laughs> skinwalker challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, the the movie that I'm talking about that Tony Hillerman did, it's called mm-hmm. The Dark Wind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Check that movie out. We are 100 percent going to check that out we're probably gonna have like a group watching here yes <laughs> hell yes yeah it's it's an old you could probably uh rent it at the library or um i it there's got to be a way it's free by now yeah oh we'll hunt it down but thank you i appreciate it thank you yeah, for thanks. joining us seriously we love it and also uh a huge thanks to our uh social media manager don who is yes. awesome and wonderful. And Drew, our extra handsome editor. Super badass! <laughs> Special thanks to Terra Vision and Graveface for all the rad music you've been hearing on this show lately. Woo. You can find us at Sirens Podcast on Facebook and Twitter, Sirens Pod on Instagram, or email us at sirens at sirensandscream.com. Uh, Stevos, is there any particular place you would like for listeners to find you or any organizations we should look out for or anything? Just my Instagram. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> and what's that? That's actually, uh, hang on. You know, I don't even know that. It's a Boshi Jim. Oh, yes. <laughs> Boshi does B-O-S-H-I underscore J-I-M. And Steve Ost is an amazingly talented photographer. Go on there and see the pictures that he takes of his homeland and his adorable grandma and <gasps> all the good stuff. Nice. Yes. She's, she's the backbone to me, man. She's the, she's the woman that raised me. Wonderful. Oh, I like all the stories that you post with her, like taking her out and some of the stuff she says. She sounds like she just seems like a really cool person. Yeah, she, you know, she, she really is. She's, uh, 
she's a, she's a good person. She, you know, she's good. um she's back at home right now. She's going through uh sadly says like dementia. Oh. Oh, that's hard. So, you know, it's 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 hard because like uh sometimes, you know, when I when I FaceTime my brother, you know, I I, I haven't heard it. But she's telling people like, "Who are you again?" You know, and I'm just like, "Oh man, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear that." Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Well, the next time you see her, give her a huge hug on our behalf. Yes, please. I'll do that. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, Blue. Where can listeners find you? Find me on Instagram. I am at Blue Iron Worker. And Sierra, how about you? I'm at Sierra Hauk on Twitter and Instagram. Instagram for the the good good dog pictures. Yeah, <laughs> and I am uh, Jackie the robot on Twitter and Instagram, and we're trying to get our bunnies to be friends right now. So there's lots of bunny pictures on Instagram right now. There's so many bunny pictures. They're so cute. They're no, they're awful. They're they're so. <laughs> anyway, they they got stoned the other day. We won't go into details, but <laughs> <laughs> next time you got to tell the story. Next time. <laughs> Thank you again, Steve. Seriously, you have no idea how much we appreciate you coming on here. Yeah. No problem, man. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right. And good night, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I let them a bit Yana yo and yo and yo haina Yana yo and yo and yo haina Yana yo and yo and yo haina Yana yo and yo and